the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman. You're listening to Ion Real Estate, and uh, we're the only talk radio show that is all about real estate and the millions of things that have to do with real estate, which is just about everything. Um, we were uh, very, very concerned when we had the pandemic and they shut everything down. It's like, oh my God, what's going to happen to the real estate business? There's, you can't even go into a building, and nobody will let you in, and the the co-ops wouldn't even let your mother in. What's going to happen? And uh, who would think? Uh, I probably think this is probably the busiest year in about 15, 20 years as far as transactions go. So uh, real estate is alive and well. Um, Ace and I uh, have been saying that through the recessions and the up markets, the down markets. We've been on this show for a long time, and we've witnessed every market there is to have, you know, yeah. 9-11, we had the, the hurricanes, and so um, at the end of the day, real estate moves on, and people love homes, and people like to buy homes, so we'd love to hear your opinion. You should always call us at 866-970-9622, uh, and again, I want to thank Citizens Bank, the name Citizens, because that's why the bank was founded to help citizens, regular people like you and me, not just big corporations, but big corporations too. Everyone's welcome. Last year, Citizens was the third largest lender in the Northeast. And you can find anything about them or more information at citizensbank.com, or you can call them 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-800-922-99999. And for your information, I don't, I practice what I preach. Uh, my mortgages are with citizens. Um, I think they're the best. Also, um, I have Ace, and you. <laughs> Do I have to introduce you, Ace? No, I think we're okay, Dottie. I think I think our listeners know who we are. But you know, glad to be here. I, I think we've seen it all in New York, and it's just I'm just so glad to see New York vibrant, back up and running. And you know, I want to tell our listeners this is actually the first time that we're we're actually in the studio, Dottie, since the pandemic. I mean, obviously. Yeah. We've been doing this show remotely, and, you know, I can't tell you how much I miss the studio, and, you know, I miss seeing you, Dottie. Me, too. It's so great. so great to be here. I mean, this was our Saturday thing, and so when we got to the studio, they said, oh, my God, they painted. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, it's great to be, and it's just great all to be together. We have a great team, and just like the team on the radio that we have, when you put together your real estate team, your finance guy, your real estate broker, your real estate attorney... You want the best team possible because that's going to get you the best results. 
And speaking about team, we have another team member here, and that's Steve Ebert, who specializes in real estate law, both residential and commercial. Stephen is a partner of Kassman Kassman and has offices in Manhattan, Westchester, Dallas, and all over the place. Hi, Steve. Good morning, Stephen. Hi. Good morning, Daddy. Good morning, Ace. And at 11 o'clock, we have a special guest, and that is Wendy Diamond. Um, and she's internationally renowned social. She's an impact social impact entrepreneur. Now, ask me what that means. Yeah, wh- okay. what does that mean, Daddy? <laughs> well, she's a humanitarian. She's a best-selling author. Well, what she does, I got involved with in, uh, Wendy. I don't know, probably about ten years ago or eight years ago. I was at a Hamptons event well before the pandemic, and I was at some thing that they had at some house. And, you know, you had to wait for your car for like a half an hour. So I'm waiting for my car, and I see this very attractive girl standing. And I'm like, oh, do you work? You look familiar. Do you work for Douglas Sullivan? She said, no. So she said, I'm Wendy. And P.S., as we waited for our cars for a half an hour, uh, we got to know each other a little bit, and we've been friends ever since. And I got very involved with her um, because she really has, yesterday was women's, Entrepreneur Day, and Wendy heads that up, and it's women from all over the world who, you know, they teach the skills to, they give money to, you know. When it comes to venture capital money, and that's money that is given to start businesses, um, I don't have the exact number, but I'm going to tell you it's around, don't quote me, but it's around like 5% of venture capital money goes to women. Um, So it's really helping empower women, um, and in, in third world countries all over, and to help them start their businesses and grow their businesses, and it's really very inspirational and um, interesting. I mean, so we haven't had them since the pandemic. Because, so yesterday was the first one for the last two years. That's amazing. Yeah, she was. Uh, Wendy was inspired to launch. Um, the Women's Empowerment Day in 2013 after volunteering in the Honduras. Um, And she just is terrific. And when she's on the show, she'll talk about it and how what you can do if you're a woman and you want to be an entrepreneur. There's so many things that are available that I think people can take advantage of to learn more about it. Not everyone, I can tell you that. We're all entrepreneurs here, but I can tell you that it's not for everyone. Um, but if it's something that you want to do, you really have to have a lot of do your homework and really get information and are obviously funding. I mean, Dottie, you really paved the way um, as a entrepreneur yourself, female I did. I, in you real know, estate. So. I did, and who would ever expect? I mean, I was this little girl that you know, was in a company. I worked for Merrill Lynch, and uh, one day they said, oh, we don't want to be in the real estate business anymore, Dottie, so we're going to sell this company. And we, uh, of course, you know, when a company's being sold, and we had offices all over the country, uh, there was a big ad in the New York Times that it had a ship. And it said, don't stay on the sinking ship. Because the company was Merrill Lynch, then Merrill Lynch Real Estate. And, uh, you know, so I'm trying to keep everyone together. I'm pretty new myself. I'm not sure if I knew what I was saying. But I took the flag, and I held it, and I stayed on, and... And it all panned out, and, you know, I learned a lot. And that was another thing that I advise anybody who's looking for a job anywhere. It doesn't have to be real estate. I think important is to look for a company that 
um, that your boss is going to help grow you, and you know, if you know, and 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 help you to grow, and and mentor you. And if you don't have a boss that will, you look for a mentor. There's always somebody that wants to mentor or that who likes doing it that's successful. So if you're new at a company, or um, even if you're in a company for a while, there's always somebody ahead of you. And it's always good to have mentors. I've had some of the best mentors in the world. I've had some that are not so good. But um, it's been a big help to me. What about you, Ace? No, I, I know this is true, Dottie. And it's not because we're doing the radio show together. But you were my mentor um, coming into Manhattan and starting my career here in the city. So I, I, I truly, truly feel if you're listening to our show and you're a young female entrepreneur or even coming just into any business, you know, Dottie, I would love for you to do a workshop one day, you know, just really how you got into the real estate business, how you created an empire. It's it's such an amazing story. And, and you're right. A mentor is so critical and crucial to really learning and, and having that positive support system. Right. I can't well, emphasize that enough. You know, and that's and that's true. You know, I. And I didn't necessarily have it. I mean, but I, but when I went to Merrill, I, and somebody said, "Well, Dottie, you know, you're like a diamond in the rough," and all of a sudden there was going to be like at Merrill Lynch at those days in, in the '80s, Merrill ruled. I mean, they were it. Yeah. And I, we had this new boss, and the name was, this is was his name. They go, the new boss who's now running this co- company is going. His name is Hatchet Floyd. Now, Hatchet Floyd does not sound like a good name, does it? Okay? So we were, like, I was a regional manager at the time, so we were running the Northeast region, and we got this letter because sometimes big companies, not always, but sometimes they can be impersonal, and so you get this letter that says, we are downsizing, and so we're cutting down the regional management team to just one person. So now you're friends with all these people, you work with them, you've done everything together, and you know only one of you is going to be left alive. And I was young then. I was probably the youngest of everybody, so I didn't at all think it'd be me that they'd keep. But um, so we were like, oh, I hope you're going to get it, A. So no, no, I hope you go. you're probably going to get it. And all of a sudden I get this call, and it was, Dottie, this is Hatchet Floyd. I said, yes. <laughs> and he said, uh, we decided to pick you as the person to run the, uh, this region. And I said, well, I would love to be flattered. Now I'm in shock. I said, but you never even met me. So he said, oh, what the heck? He said, you know, I was asked to come out of retirement to help do this. He said, so I asked a lot of people, who should the person be? And they all said you. Now, just a little insight to this. I went to everything. I went to all the seminars, all the, the educational things that, that Merrill had at the time, and people would say, why do you go for it? They're not paying for it. I made sure I was known. I went to things. I learned. I try, I grow. And even now, um, and I've been in the business a long time, the day that you think you know everything is the day you really should retire. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, doing to, you, uh, that was part of it, that, I, you know, that people knew me because I was very active and I didn't have to be. They weren't paying me for that. So if you go the extra yard in your business, and I can't tell you that it always pans out because sometimes people don't appreciate it or sometimes it just gets unnoticed. But still, just know that whatever you do, do the very best you can. And Dottie, you know, listening to your story, um, it really is about, and, 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 you, and you mention it all the time, that you didn't even know if you were ready, 
right? Um, going into the position. No. And I think for our listeners, even as we correlate it back to real estate, you know, you never quite know if you're ready or not. And that's the reason why we're doing this show, right? It's, it's really about if you look back 10 years from today, you're going to look at all of the things that are going on with the pandemic, with low historical rates, with inventory being so low. This is probably almost, you know, I, I'd like to say once in a lifetime, at least in our generation, Dottie, where we're going to see rates this low and prices really affected by the pandemic. And it's, it's really picked up a lot. But, you know, when you look back at Manhattan specifically here, there's some amazing deals that are happening every single day. And you know, I just want to emphasize to our listeners, if you don't feel like you're ready, you're never ready, right? In life, you're never, never ready for anything. So I, I think you really have to take the bull by the horn, you know, pick up the phone, call us on this, uh, you know, on this show, one 970 and really ask questions on anything that you may have, you know, it as it pertains to real estate, because you never know. And I think half the battle is just starting and preparing yourself and just getting in the game, right? And so. let me say this. You know, real estate is real estate, and I think it's a sexy thing, and I call it the universal language everybody wants to know about real estate. But it really applies to anything that you do. We just happen to be in the real estate business, and that's real estate, but Ace and myself and Steve, we're all running businesses also. So, yeah. it, you know, the product might be different, but but at the end of the day, you're in business, and so... I always say just do the best you can give, do, give it 150%. Um, and that's that's really the key because many people don't. Um, they give it, you know, it's like it's kind of a nine-to-five job, but they don't give it that little extra. And sometimes that's hard because they don't have someone that might appreciate it. So it's a lot, you know, if you're a boss and you say thank you or you notice it, that's really encouraging for people. But sometimes you have bosses who just don't think that way and they don't, they don't acknowledge it. It doesn't matter. Just do the best you can do uh, because that's really what it's all about. And I hope, um, you know, Ace and I, <laughs> I remember we were dealing with a bank many, many years ago, a different bank, and all of a sudden I get a call. They're like, oh, yeah, like we decided we're not going to be doing mortgages for residential real estates anymore, so you have three days to figure yeah, it out. Yeah. And I call Ace, <laughs> and I said, Ace, you have to come to this meeting right away. So he goes, well, I'll be there late up somewhere. So he comes, I'm like, Ace. I'm like, I think uh, here's the deal. They're just going to, they're giving us a couple of weeks and they're out. And I, they're, they're not doing, they're not doing mortgages at all anymore for, for residential. And he looked at me, he said, this is a joke, isn't it? So I said, no, it's not April Fool's. But you know what? We took a deep breath. We adjusted the shock. And we went back to business and Ace and I, and we just scrambled and we figured it all out. And it was tough, but you know what? Everything, every obstacle that you go through in life, and let's face it, life is full of obstacles. And I'm sounding like a preacher now, but that's the truth. Um, and sometimes when people look at me and they go, oh, Donnie, oh, I know your name. Gosh, you're, you're, you're the queen of real estate. Well, you know, you really don't know all the things that happened before that, all the times I fell and picked myself up. And it happens to all of us. Yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, as I tell people, when you go through something bad or a disappointment or something doesn't work your way, it's okay to feel bad. You can have a little pity party. <laughs> but it can't last too long, okay? You can have a pity party for yourself for a couple of hours, a couple of days, and then get back into the game. And so um, with that, you know, I'm very happy, you know, just to see people. And in this last couple of weeks, 
uh, I went to, there's a woman who has a real estate school in Manhattan, and um, she's been in Israel because I think her mom is very sick and her dad died. So she came back and she invited, oh, about 40 of us to this comedy club, you know, and I I really didn't feel like going, but I was like, she was like, you have to go because, you know, these are my closest friends, and and I went, and the comedians really were not good. However, <laughs> it was just great to see people I haven't seen for so long. Yeah. Uh, it was just, like, great, you know, and yesterday, I, I went to Wendy, who will come on the show later. She had Women's Entrepreneur. Uh, day and it wasn't as big as it usually is because we can't do that yet Um, but there was old people there and people I know and uh, it was just nice that things are starting to normalize Um, you know things are starting to come back I know we still have the pandemic and we really still have to be safe and take the vaccines and but it looks like it's kind of hopefully we've, we've we've we're on the way down, not up. I mean, that's that's. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know for sure. I'm not a doctor or a medical person, but it seems that way. I mean, what seems like people are starting to come back to normal. So we're excited, but real estate has never been better. <laughs> never, never, never been better. Uh, it was the best week of the year for homes asking four million or more in terms of total volume and number of sales. Um, there were 60 contract signs on homes asking $4 million or more in New York City borough during the week ending Sunday. Now, if you, you know, I, people aren't used to the numbers, of it, but 60 contracts in a week that are over $4 million is a big number. Um, so, you know, in the last six weeks, the luxury market has shifted into high gear. And... and I think the pandemic has changed the way we're going to do a lot of things. I think, uh, you know, people will probably not come to the office every day like they did if they don't have to. And again, these are just my thoughts. They're not facts. No one knows the future for sure. And I think that, um, you know, people will now, if they don't have to be in the office every day, uh, they can move a little further from the city or they can have a second home. And I've been saying on this show, second homes are going to be strong. And I believe that um, because uh, you can do work from your second home. Um, and I was reading in the Times today, and I don't know if anyone read this article, that um, they were talking about Zoom socks and things of that nature, like, you know, socks that really became big during the pandemic. And... Um, I think Zoom is going to stay. I, I, I really don't, you know, it might not be quite as big as it was because people are going, you know, you, you can't replace being, you know, with a person in person. But I, I, I think Zoom is just going to be, I mean, that's my thoughts. What do you think, Ace? Zoom is definitely staying. Uh, as you look at corporations talking about onboarding, training, things of that nature where people used to fly into the headquarters and and um, go on to their training courses. It's it's a de- definitely new normal, uh, Dottie. And one of the things that oh, I think we have a break coming up, but when we get back, I wanted to kind of touch upon, you know, what type of market we're in and, and how inventory and supply and demand is so critical. I just want to share with our audience what they should be doing to prepare for that, for sure. We really want to hear. We'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate.
Sam. Yes, Stanley. Rob Taub and his crew from Broadway, the Russian Tea Room Radio Show are here to see you, sir. Rob Taub? Rob Taub, sir. He interviews the stars of Broadway, producers of Broadway. He's got the best stories and scoops about supergroups, reboots, and pursuits of Tony Award winners and off-Broadway shows, sir. What does he want with me? He says you call yourself a Broadway producer, sir. You are selling shares in a show. So? And that you sold 100% of your show separately to a 1,000 different people. Well, it came with a nice playbill. And that the show was never performed, sir. And that you cast your ex-wife and your parents as the lead, sir. They were multicultural. Colored playbills. Uh-huh. Yellow ones, green ones. What should I tell Rob Taub, sir? Does he have a microphone? And the playbill, sir. Tell him I broke down my back door and jumped out the window screaming at my lawyer on the phone. I don't think he'll believe that, sir. Oh. Mr. Scam. Oh. Rob Taub broadcasting live from New York City, talking to Broadway and off-Broadway greats. Broadway at the Russian Tea Room on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays, 5 to 6 p.m. and streaming at am970theanswer.com. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround... Our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. SurroundNewYork.com, connecting you with new customers. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake, and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. When Sandra doesn't talk to a mattress firm sleep expert, junk sleep presses the wrong buttons in her brain. And Sandra presses the wrong buttons in the elevator. Leading to a dreadful journey for her and the accountants now headed up to floor 42. Seven, eight, nine... While Sandra avoids eye contact, let's reflect on how a better mattress would have led to real sleep. If you need real sleep, head to Mattress Firm and unjunk your sleep today. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign of COVID and the flu, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and are not reliable. 
Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. And uh, I gave you my uh, little tidbits and tidbits of knowledge and just about, you know, I think there's going to be many opportunities now. I think the pandemic has changed things for for good. I think, but I think they were all things that were in the works. I think it just expedited stuff. Definitely, and, and, and Dottie, you know, as working at in terms of the vantage point, in terms of what we see here at the bank, we're always looking at the marketplace three years out, and we talk a lot in regards to supply and demand. And I think our listeners need to know that there are four million homes in terms of shortage right now in the U.S. Four million homes. When when you when you compare it to the demand and the population and growth, and I want our listeners to understand what that means for the next three years. Most likely, we're going to be in this type of marketplace, but it won't last forever, right? So if you're a seller and you're looking to really gauge the marketplace, there's no better time than to really put your home in the market. But more importantly, work with a real estate agent that really understands the value that your home can bring. Right, and we talk about this all the time. Declutter your home. You understand what the comparable um, prices are around your neighborhood to price it correctly. But there's no better time as a seller to buy. I mean, to sell. And then as a buyer, it's probably the perfect storm where the rates are so low that even if you buy at a market that you feel is at a very very robust marketplace, you're still going to have an amazing low payment. And sometimes clients will tell me, Ace, well, I want to wait till we believe prices may come down even more. If you wait till prices come down more, but the rate actually increases from today at 3% to 4% to 5% to 6%, you're actually will lose a lot more on the monthly payment long term. So there's just a lot that you have to just inform yourself with, educate yourself. And, you know, both myself, Steven, Dottie, you know, we're here to help you kind of walk through sort of that process and that journey with you, right? So don't 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 be shy. Give us a call. So yeah, and with that, I I, I have a special uh, guest and friend, uh, Kyle Lee, and he's a millennial, and he does a lot of real estate. and does a lot of work with me on some of the big projects I work on. We work a lot together, and I thought that since uh, I, I, the majority of sales are people that are millennials that are buying and it's a huge population um they're they're the population they're the generation that you know got out of school and we were i think in a recession when the oldest millennials got out of school and so they stayed at home longer they put off marriage till later they had children later uh so they had time to save money later and I remember doing a show with Ace, and um, I don't know what magazine it was, and I wouldn't say even if I knew, but it said that's the end of real estate. The millennials will never buy real estate. They saw their parents lose money. I think it was like 2006, 2007, around yeah. there. Uh, but that's the exact opposite. Uh, the millennials want to buy. That's the biggest buying population. I thought that I'm going to introduce Kyle Lee. Uh, I thought Kyle would talk from a millennial standpoint, Kyle. What are millennials, you, your friends, you know, 
Do they like buying? And what do they look for in, in, when they're looking for something? Millennials love buying. When it comes to my perspective, 30%, 37% of home buyers are millennials today. Uh, millennials love location, location, location. During the pandemic, you saw a lot of young people move to areas like the West Village, Soho, Chelsea, because they wanted to be in the middle of everything. Um, when it comes to the suburbs, millennials move, that moved wanted to be close to good schools. I mean, Dottie, you from the Long Island. You know how important good schools are. Well, let me put it this way. When you're looking for a home, okay, um, not so much as when you're renting, but when people buy homes, uh, the, people look at school districts. And my recommendation on that is that if you have children and you're looking to buy a home, you should go to the school yourself, okay? You should uh, talk to the principals and find out about the school. And sometimes you might have a child that has special needs or maybe you have a child that's great in athletics, uh, so you want to find a school that's appropriate. But that's something that you, you should look at, okay, because a lot of times school district does affect price. And there's a rating system, and I, I didn't bring it with me, but you could go online and look that up. But I do encourage that when you're looking for a home that you go, number one, and just just go around the area, you know. If it's in the suburbs, drive around during the day and drive around during night. Then I would suggest if you're commuting that you try the commute just to make sure that you're okay with it, uh, you know, because the, ch the further you go out from any big city, the further you go out, usually the cheaper the price is. So, every, you know, everything in life is, you know, give and take. So you find out what your priorities are. What, do, you, do I mind driving a little further oh, so I can have more room? Or maybe you find, well, no, I don't want to drive further. I'd rather have less room. So those are individual things. But the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to, like, take two completely different areas and say, oh, I want this house, but I want it in this area, and compare those prices. Because generally what you, you know, you can ask your broker, and you can find it on Zillow or you can ask your broker to show you some of the comparable homes that sold in that area. If you're a buyer, what I would do is I would go to the open houses um, and uh, all my real estate broker friends, when it gets a little warmer again, um, I, we like to have open houses sometimes after work so that people can come right after work um, and, and get a feel for the area. And if you're a seller and say, why would I do that? I think you should do the same thing if you're a seller because if, what sellers don't realize is your competition are the homes that are on sale around you. Um, and so you as a seller want to see what is your competition, okay? What do they look like? What do they price at? And, you know, your broker can give you a sheet of paper that tells you what's on the market that's your competition, but it really doesn't hurt to go actually see it and see was it what the seller, what the buyers are going to see. I, you know, I, I always think that's important uh, because it's probably, for most people, the biggest investment in their lives. And, you know, it's a, a big decision. And I've been through so many times where, you know, then there's in-laws involved and the parents are involved and, the, and the, the, you know, maybe the, the husband and the wife have different views. So I always tell people, make a sheet. I make a sheet of paper, very simple. It was taught 20 years ago to me, very sophisticated. Some things don't have to be sophisticated. Needs and wants. Here's what I need to have out of a property. 
his features I absolutely need, like I need three bedrooms, I need two baths, whatever they may be. Here's the things that I would like to have, but I don't have to have. And then, as I think I've told you in every show, and I can't stress this enough, okay, you need to go out and you need to have all of your paperwork done before you start. Mm -hmm. So you need to visit ACE and uh, Friends and Citizens and get pre-qualified and see what you can afford and then get a certificate that you can show the seller that you're approved for this amount of mortgage. You d now it's the holidays, all right? If you're looking for a property, please don't open more credit cards up and don't take on additional debts. And that beautiful car that you might have wanted and said, hey, wait, although I think there's a, a shortage there's of cars. There's a shortage right now. Definitely. Yeah, you can't yeah. even get one if you want. But don't start, you know, new things. Um, don't quit your job if you can help it, okay? Because these are all things that they look at. I mean, Ace, what kind of credit, you know, what is it, two years they want? Yeah, they want at least a two-year history on your credit. And most importantly, what a lot of folks don't know is that you need at least three trade lines, right? And a lot of listeners may be asking, well, what is a trade line? Trade line is a credit card, a car, a car installment, um, if you have rent, if you're paying utility bills. So you have to actually utilize your credit and just make sure that you have at least three three trade lines. The bank can actually um, give you a, a score, a, a historical data in terms of your um, payment history. But more importantly, Dottie, I want our listeners to understand, you know, when, when Kyle said that millennials make up 35% of the first home-time buyers, that number, um, Kyle, has gone up to 70%. It's amazing. And, and it's, it's amazing, right, how, how, that's, how that stat continues to go up and up. And Dottie, we've heard that millennials don't want to buy. They want to be fluid. They want to be able to move. That is just not the case. The, old, the oldest millennial is now 39 years old, Dottie. You know, millennials are getting old, but they're starting families. They want to go into a home. And, oh, we have another break. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Internet and how important it is for if you're a buyer, you know, where you want, where you want to search in terms of your, your, your home. And if you're a seller, your home has to show up, right? It's got to have the right pictures, the right... Um, sort of um, marketing strategy behind it as well. but So we'll continue that we'll continue. right after the break, Ace. We want to yep. hear from you. Call us. Hey, you know that MyPillow does not have the support of their box stores or shopping channels the way they used to. They've been part of this cancel culture, so they want to pass the savings directly onto you. You can now get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow. Regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now only $24.98 with your promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98. Now only twenty nine ninety eight with the promo code Joe P. Let's support Mike Lindell and all the fabulous MyPillow products. 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P. Or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use that promo code Joe P. 
Want to do something truly memorable to celebrate the new year? Why not sail into 2022 on board the Atlantis yacht, enjoying a 360-degree view of Manhattan? The Atlantis of New York Cruises is hosting a New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress with three levels to party. Their main dining salon, lounge deck, and sky deck guests have plenty of room to take in the iconic skyline and ring in the new year. Forget the crowded land-based venues. Celebrate in style with fireworks, family, and fantastic views. Event itinerary includes hors d'oeuvres, gourmet buffet, premium open bar, featuring their gold bar with festive New Year's Eve cocktails and live DJ entertainment. For more information or to buy tickets, email events at newyorkcruises.com. Events at newyorkcruises.com or call 718-646-8083. 718-646-8083. Landlords, property managers, condo or co-op board members, is your building's exterior or roof looking weather-worn, not holding up too well over the years, then it's time to give my friend Susan at Rhino Shield of New York a call. Rhino Shield Exterior Coatings fights the aging effects of everyday weather and wear on the exterior and roof of all buildings. The durable protection it provides keeps the outside looking great, the inside dry and trouble-free, and it comes with a 25-year transferable warranty against everything. Chipping, peeling, fading, cracking, you name it, even labor and materials are covered from warehouses to professional buildings, there really is no structure that won't benefit from the waterproof coating that insulates, reflects UV rays, and resists the growth of mold, mildew, and algae. Call Susan today for a free estimate. 1-877-RHINO08. The number is 877-744-6608. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Fox Weather app is about to change the way you think about weather. Welcome to a new world that will blow your mind. America's weather team is on the new Fox Weather app. Download now at foxweather.com. All-American Christmas, a new book written by Rachel Campos Duffy and Sean Duffy. Celebrate the season with some of your favorite Fox News personalities as they share their personal stories, treasured memories, and family traditions. Buy your copy of All-American Christmas at foxnewsbooks.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. And right before the break, uh, Ace Wallace Park was talking about some of the things that uh, you need to do and need to know uh, and how you can go online and and apply for a mortgage. Ace, you want to finish what you were yeah, speaking D- about? Dottie, one of the biggest searches online during the pandemic and even now is real estate. So a lot of people, they um, they go on the internet and they do a lot of house shopping, window shopping, right? So if you're a, um, a seller and you're thinking about selling your home, you really need to look into how can you actually have your home be decorated, uh, be designed so that it shows well against all of the other homes online. And if you're a traditional seller, that's not looking at places like the internet and things of that nature to market your home. You really need to because speaking of millennials staying on topic, that's where millennials are actually first doing their searches, right? They're going online, you know, during their 
um, even w- while they're working, they're looking online with, while while they're home, while they're cooking. So it's one of the biggest um, industries right now online. And if you're a buyer, you know you have so much access to information that having an expert like Stephen as an attorney, once you find your home, is so critical. And then having a realtor to kind of navigate through. Because the, the internet can only tell you so much in terms of the four walls. And then you want to talk about, which Kyle mentioned, location, location, location. What's going on in that neighborhood? Is there gentrification that's happening? Is there transformation? Because you not only want to buy your property for the four walls, but you also want to purchase it for an investment as well. So just make sure you know who your target audience is, and whether you're on the sell, sell side or buy side. And it's just a very, very different marketplace today where technology really helps expedite the process, but you also still need a human touch, um, you know, in, in I terms think of the transaction. So. I mean, people... Uh, I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly, Dottie. But that's, you know, my opinion. People might say, oh, you're outdated because you don't have to see a home. I think you still should. But yeah. some people do buy online. Um, some people don't feel a need to see it. Uh, my advice is I always want to see things, even like when I'm buying clothes. I mean, I can see something online and I might like it. And, you know, during the pandemic, I think we had no choice, but I like to see how it looks on. And so I think going back to some of the basics, just go around the area. If you're going to be commuting, check that commute, make sure you're okay with it. Because, you know, and do it during rush hour. Don't do it, you know, just so you're okay with that. And some of the things that I would also suggest is look at the average price of a home in that area because it's fine if you want to have the best house on the block, but know that if you, you know, investment-wise, usually um, what you want to do is not have the best house, you know, because if you don't, the other houses will pull your price up. Now, we haven't heard from Steve. So, Steve, uh, first of all, how are you? I haven't seen you for a while. And what advice would you do you give your clients about home buying or or buying real estate period what's during the pandemic now now that we're kind of in the pandemic but I think winding down a bit Sure yeah you know first of all I, I agree with you that the on, the internet is a great tool and it helps act as a filter to sort of really narrow your search um, but nothing beats actually going inside the home seeing how it feels and you, know, you can look at pictures and you, you want to make sure you're not just looking at it from the right camera angle. You want to see how the sunlight hits it and you sort of feel your way through the space. So there's definitely a, a sort of touch and feel element, which is so important. Um, but people have been busy. You know, people have been looking. We've really seen an active market in really all geographic areas, you know, different parts of the city, different parts of the suburbs. So it, it feels um, you know, very robust. You know, I think also, you know, there are some changes that people are seeing in what they're looking for in new housing and the cost of housing. And we're seeing a couple of different uh, trends that I think going on. On the one hand, you know, I, I saw a, a wonderful story about um, a, a whole development they're making out of 3D printing in Texas as really an attempt to sort of reduce the cost of construction. Um, and, and it's really an interesting experiment. Um, but, you know, you're limited in how you can customize and what you can do and what kind of materials. And I think that's also another conversation that's out there, too. There's a lot of different technologies and innovations that people are a little bit struggling with to see if they're building new, 
what do they put in and they don't want to really have, you know, a white elephant, you know, five years down the road where they made the wrong bet on the technology and things like that. So that's some of the, I think, on the cutting edge things people are looking for. Um, but that being said, I would say the traditional things that people are looking for still stand up. School districts, location, the right kind of space, the right neighborhood, you know, all those time-tested um, criteria people are definitely looking at. And, and I would say the last point for folks who are in the co-op and condo market, um, there's always been a concern, but I've noticed that they're even more concerned to make sure that we look closely at the financials of the buildings to make sure that they're in a good and stable place. And I think that's absolutely critical. Yeah, Stephen, so uh, not for this show today, but one, what, one of the shows I'd like you to do is talk about that a little, because if you're not from New York City, and again, um, I started my real estate company on Long Island, and then we ended up getting Douglas Elliman. And although I knew the city as far as the city goes, but I didn't, I really wasn't really up on co-ops, not co- because there's not that many all over. So they're, they're strict, and um, there's a lot of things that you need to know about co-ops, and that's a subject in itself. And maybe next week, uh, Stephen, you could really talk about that. And then I, I was reading something. I don't know if it's true or not. I would ask you, the expert. It's, but it said that something that I read said that if you get turned down, that they might have to be, tell you why. Do they have to tell you why when you get turned down? Yes, yeah, so the law keeps on evolving in this area, and there's been a number of changes um, in you know Westchester County within this past year. Um, when it, and on that information, giving a reason why, how long it takes, and what's happening is that there is a discussion in New York City City Council. So you know, we'll see. We obviously have a new mayor. Uh, he's starting in six weeks. Yeah, keep um, us posted. I think he'll have a number of things. That's. Yeah, I think he's going to have a number of things to deal with, Um, but I I think this is definitely an issue that's out there, and I think, you know, in about a year or so, we're going to see some trends and see how it really works in Westchester, and and I think it'll work out just fine overall, and um, and then they're going to, I think, maybe re-examine the issue in New York City. Um, The one thing I want to drop is sort of a, you know, a teaser when we're talking about the financials in the future for co-op and condos. You want to be very, very cautious um, when you have buildings with commercial space. You want to make sure the attorney understands how those leases work and how those payments work because some buildings might have a very, very low monthly fee, which is terrific, but because they're really getting a subsidy from those commercial tenants. So something to understand because the downside of that, of course, um, is what, what if something happens to those retail tenants? And you don't have that revenue coming in. There's a lot of really things to know. Um, and so we try to cover them little by little on the shows uh, that we have. And, you know, something when I bought my first home, I was pretty young. I mean, actually, um, my dad was always oh, real estate, own real estate, own real estate. And I was in a car accident when I was a little kid. And so I collected a little bit of money, but I couldn't get it till I was 18 or so. So when I turned 18, I had a little money, and my dad said, just buy a house. And, like, I didn't even like the house. It was the smallest house, the ugliest house I've ever seen. It was in a good neighborhood, but I just bought it. (laughs) 
and I rented it. And, you know, that's how I really started to, you know, my real estate investment. I, I started with this small little house that I rented. And, again, um, I did not know what being a landlord was like, and I'm not somebody who wants to be one. Um, again, and I don't say good or bad, but that's something that if you decide to buy investment properties, and I think, Ace, you could talk about that. You have to know that it's a great opportunity, and I think I look at stocks, and I, you know, I'm not great with stocks, but a lot of people made a lot of money. There's a lot of capital out there. People really couldn't spend it in the last two years because there was nowhere to go. So there's a lot of capital on the side, and I'm looking at the market reports from Manhattan, and we're just about close to 2019 pre-pandemics. Um, you still can, everyone says, Dottie, where can I get the best discount? What part of the city should I buy? Where, what area? I was like, no, it's not an area. It's really an individual. Like, it's not like I can say, oh, buy in Tribeca, the best deals are there. No, or buy on Long Island, or buy in Connecticut. You really have to, if you're serious about buying, you really have to get in the market, you have to make an offer, you have to work with a good broker and a good charity and financing. And then, you know, it depends. You know, it depends. Some people are more flexible than others. Um, and hopefully, you know, you find the right deal for you. But it's not like one size fits all. You, you kind of really have to know it. And then substantiate why you are offering the price you're offering. And when you have a broker, and I know people don't think this is so important, but it really is. To have a broker who knows how to negotiate and to have an attorney that knows how to negotiate. And Stephen, I'm sure we, you know you, won't, you would agree with me. I have been in, 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 in closings where the attorney really didn't know what he was doing and kind of like started arguing all the time. And, you know, in a deal to make a good deal happen, what, what has to happen? Two people have to feel like they win. So it can't be like, well, oh. absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, you know, some people say like, oh, they're a good attorney because they like to argue. That, that's actually the wrong way to look at it. Um, a good a good attorney is someone who actually can get what their client wants to have happen to actually happen. And sometimes also it's about educating the client, too. Right. I mean, a client's coming to you many times. There may be a first time home buyer um, or even if they're not a first time home buyer, it's not like they do this on a regular basis. And part of it is making them understand and saying, this is how not only the process works, but here's what's a sensible conclusion and taking them through those steps and strategizing. Um, and really, at the end of the day, um, you know, being able to get the get that done for the client because they have multiple things going on. Right. You know, we had a we had an issue on a closing just this week. And one of the conversations I had with my client was. Given the extent of the issue, um, both the size of it, do you really want this hanging over your head over Thanksgiving? Do you want to? Ha what is the cost to you because you've moved money around, right? And having that conversation and really looking at all the angles is absolutely critical. Right. So when you're negotiating, you want an attorney who knows how to negotiate. You want a broker who knows how to negotiate. And you know, it's kind of like just common sense. Think about it. If someone says meets you and the first thing they say is oh like you know I, I, I don't like that shirt you have on and gee like you know not, your car looks ugly and starts putting you down 
you're going to be closed and you're not going to want to speak any further really to that person. So you don't start off when you're negotiating with all the worst things. Oh, you don't, you know, you start off with all the pluses and, and a real estate attorney that knows that starts with like, here's the good stuff. You know, you're, this client is well qualified because you know what? I can offer you $20 million for your property. If I can't get a mortgage, it doesn't really matter. So if you have strong financials and you have good credit and all of those things, if you're a seller, you need to look at that because that is very important. I mean, some price is important too, but you you can get a high price if they have weak financials, they might not get a mortgage. So those are things you want to look at. And when you're negotiating, you want an attorney that's going to work with the other attorney and so that both people, because a good negotiation is both people feel like they won, not somebody that feels like they take got taken advantage of. Um, and in many cases, um, you know, people say, where can you get a good deal? Well, you might have a seller that bought something already and they, and they have to get out. And, and if you know that, if your broker knows that, you might be able to accommodate them with a quick closing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of other things that go into the equation besides for price. Now, I'm not suggesting that you take a lot less, okay, but you need to look at those financials, when a person's ready to move. And if you're a buyer, you want to work with a broker that kind of knows about that person and might say, look, this is important and this is important and, uh, or they need some extra time to move out. And, and if you work together, I think that that's, that's the, those are some of the best deals that you can ever have. Um, I haven't heard from – when Kyle, now, you when you look at properties, I mean – when you, what do you look for in a broker? When you look for, you know, you look for a broker and you look for financing. Do you, do you go online? I would imagine you probably go online. I for look everything. online for everything <laughs> because yeah. I feel online you have access to so much information. You can literally have, if you want to know about a mortgage rate, you look online. It tells you that second how things change. So, Ace, what would you suggest? Somebody goes online first, or they? And obviously. Today, you're in a world where however you want information, we can give it to you, okay? So if you want it on the phone, if you want someone to speak to you, fine. If you want it online, fine. But if you're buying a property together, I would suggest you and whoever you're buying it with are on the same page and you both have the same information. If you have in-laws that are um, going to be giving a gift, oh, well, that's another whole story, and we'll try to continue with that. I think we're going to have a guest um, on 11, but I'd like to also talk about gifts and how you have to do gifts if somebody's lending you some money. Um, God, it seems like the hour went like in two seconds. Yes. Uh, you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We're so glad to be with you in your household, and you can always get us online. We'll be right back after the 11 o'clock news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 